So we are on today of the 23rd of February and the 23rd day of Black History Month. And of course this is what we're going to end with. But quick prayers to Tiger Woods as he was involved in a car accident this morning. You know, false reports on the using of the jaws of life. So, you know, I don't get why information like that got to come out until it's factually known. Because that means it's super, super serious and that gets people upset. And not only is Tiger Woods an iconic part of the black and Asian community, but a big part in the golf community. So, prayers to Eldrick Tiger Woods and his family. Absolutely, man. Um, the reports are saying that the injuries he suffered to his legs are non-threatening, saying that he has a shattered anchor, ankle and a compound fracture. So he's still currently in surgery. There's no timetable of when he will be released. Um, they have found that there are no, um, there was not, he was not, uh, he was not impaired. So thankfully he was not under the influence. Uh, we just hope and pray that he's okay. His health is important. That's what matters. Black History Month? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I, I, I thought, see, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to add something else. I thought you were going to add something else. But um, but I guess not. Um, yes, this is Black History Month. We are, again, this is the 23rd day of Black History Month, man. And I cannot believe that the days are starting to wind down. And I know you heard this story before. I know you heard about the 1966 Texas Western basketball team. I'm going to say it again. It's not a player. It's a team. It's the first, it's the, it's that, that team is the first ever team to start five African-American players in the starting lineup. And then pull off the year by winning the national championship. And what's history was important that that is the first team to start all black players that won national championship. Only. That hasn't happened in the NCAA tournament. Like, you've seen teams start like, you know, there's always like a white guy in there who's a shooter or a center. But you've never, ever seen every starting lineup all, all, all African-American players. And the tribulation that didn't you, especially in Texas, where Texas was very racist back in the day, they had all epithets. And, and um, Rupp Arena and the guy who owned, a guy who won um, Kentucky was very racist, and that's why Kentucky didn't integrate. And because of that significant victory that the Texas Western basketball team, integration has all become a part of college basketball and now you're seeing teams using that recruiting tool so that is a significant history so big shout out to the 1956 Texas Western basketball team Glory Road movie came out in 2006 it's absolutely fantastic movie if you haven't watched that movie yet what in the hell is wrong with you uh, you know first time people are coming into the garden you know 2000 and Another warrior, Draymond Green just hit a three, you know. And the fact that it started out with Curry hitting a three a couple of minutes bef after, you know, you know, a couple minutes before I put it until Curry splashes threes, you know. <laughs> and then Oubre hit, hit a three to start 6 nothing. So right now it's 20 to 12. I love how the Knicks are showing their fans how much they love them right now. I, 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 I think it's absolutely fantastic. 
you know, because right now the Knicks are basically saying, hey, this is what you waited for, guys. You waited for us to suck. You waited. You want you want to come pay money to see us suck live? Well, you know what? We're going to do it to you. So, I think it's great that, Meanwhile, you know, I, I, I think it's fantastic because no one no one cares about the Knicks. And, and I, I got to say this, too. And if you're if you're a net fan feeling some feeling some type of way hearing this, that that's fine. If you're gonna pay four hundred and fifty dollars to go see a net game, I'm sorry, you're on crack. There's a lot more things you can do, and that's just for one ticket. It's not for a pair of tickets. Even for a pair of tickets, that's crazy. Okay. But if you're spending nine hundred bucks for two tickets, and, and, and let's be honest, most people don't go to a game alone. Um, you know, it's just like going to the movies alone. That's weird. What are you doing? It's not a need, man. I get it. You want to see some normalcy. I understand that. That that's cool. You know, but come on, man. Really, at least with the next seventy-five out. That's that's not terrible. You know, that's, that's not bad. You're a bad guy. Meanwhile, the Nets have had only re 300 because their proto- Barclays protocols are not up to pass to have more to meet the 10%. So what they're planning on is to have the 300 fans for season ticket holders first until after the All-Star game. And once they get their things ready, then they can ingratiate themselves to the 10% needed. Same thing was happening with the Islanders. The Islanders have not announced tickets yet for the general public. It's only going to be for season ticket holders until they figure out what they're going on. So the only tickets that you can buy that are friendly are the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers for now. Um, and starting March 1st, 10% for, for the New Jersey Devils. So if you're a Devils fan, you're able to go to the games there. So they will meet the 10% because indoors are 10% there too. And the difference between New York and New Jersey, New Jersey, you do not need a COVID negative test to get in. While in New York, you do. Big difference there. Did you know on this day, in 1941, the Bru- Boston Bruins, set an NHL record by extending their unbeaten streak to 23 games, 15-0-8, with the 3-1 win over the New York Americans. Rookie goaltender Chuck Rayner made an NHL record 60 saves for the Americans, including 27 in, in, in the third period. I bet you didn't know that. Mr. Hockey, the guy who's Mr. Hockey. I bet. I bet you didn't know that. Uh, you make my head hurt. Anyways, then. Tell, tell, anyways, tell, 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 don't, don't be a fraud. Did you or did you not know that? Obviously, that I did not know. But. See, uh, see thanks, thanks for being a fraud. Mr. Hockey, oh my who's God. a fraud, okay, and are, and, being, and, and right now it's 23-14, the Knicks obviously do not care about their fans, they they don't want to give them something to be 
cheered about and happy. You know, come on, Knicks. Like, like really? Aw, oh, Julius Randle. The game just started. But it's, it's okay, anyway. though. It's, 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 it's okay. Um, no, 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 no. No, 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 no one. All-star. That's that's not starting. No, one, no one cares about that. That's that's not even. That's not. Even Knicks fans even. do. Knicks fans do. Stop being a bad guy. Congratulations, Julius Randle. Awesome, well, baby. N- no one cares. It's especially a game that none of these players truly want to play. Now, the main important news: Meek Mill, the guy who went to jail, the guy who's a clown. The guy who's obviously a big Kobe Bryant fan, but he's so much of a fan, he disrespects Kobe Bryant. He trashes Kobe Bryant. He treats Kobe Bryant like shit. And some some of the lyrics are are blanked out. So this be, um, I assume that one says fucking. I'm always telling me that she love, but she ain't showing me. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. What a disrespectful piece of shit, alright? And then Meek Mill had the audacity, the audacity to come out with this song. He thought it was okay, alright? And then he puts a tweet this morning saying, saying something like he apologized to Vanessa privately, and then the ending of the tweet was something like, if y'all care about the deceased, y'all let it go. What you mean? You started this shit, homeboy? Did you really think those lyrics was okay? Is that you being a fan? Are you a fucking moron? And, and, also, and, and also, people gotta understand, when you do something wrong, you do not get to dictate when one thing ends. Alright? And, and then another tweet saying about, oh, blah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm going to go back into the v- VIP. Basically trying to say, he's fucking King Tut, and we're all fucking morons. We're like his loyal subjects. What you mean, bro? Really? And then, and then Vanessa with the major clapback. Dear Meek Mill, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful. Period. I am not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this. If you're a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your admiration for, for my husband. This lack of respect and tact. Okay? So, Meek no. I can't believe you didn't think to reach out to Vanessa Bryant. I can't believe you actually thought these lyrics were okay. I can't believe his team and producers and agent thought this was okay. Now, I'm sure his agent don't sign off on his lyrics. And 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 the producers technically work for them. But come on, man. When you're when you're hearing these lyrics and you're putting a finishing touch on the, on the final t- project, have a conversation. But Meek Mill's probably an idiot. He's probably not one of the sharpest guys in the shed. You know? He he, he probably doesn't have an MBA from Harvard. So I get it. He's probably really stupid. Okay? And Meek, I hope you hear this. 
I hope someone on your team, will, or I hope you hear this, and I hope you get offended at us, try, try, try to talk shit, but intellectually, you'll lose, you're not smarter than either one of us, okay, because you're, because you're not smart enough to get Vanessa's approval, you want to know why, because you knew she would have said, do not drop that song, take these lyrics out now, I'll fucking sue you from dropping these lyrics, and you know what, she should, Anyway, because it's extremely disrespectful. It's distasteful. It's trash. Even if you're the biggest Meek Mill fan, and someone was actually defending him the other day on through through a conversation with me on on Twitter, and it's like even if you're Meek, Meek, Meek Mill fan, this doesn't have to make you hate Meek Mill, but this should make you say, "You lost me on this one. You're a bad guy." You're a moron. You're trash. Okay? It's, as as fans and as people, when people do something this stupid, we gotta be able to have a conversation and say, hey, you're a fucking moron. So, th- this doesn't mean that you stop being a fan of McMill, but it makes you, it makes you not a loser. It makes you say, wow, even though, even though I'm your fan, you fucked up royally. This is bad taste. This is something that should have never been even through your mind. How do you put these two together? This is on the same level of those two cops taking a picture of Gianna and Kobe's bodies. And and, and using them as a pickup line. It's just that disrespect. It's wrong and it's something that shouldn't happen. That line was incredible. And the people that think, oh, well, you know, you need to, it's rap, man. It's like, dude, no. No, 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 no. Like, I like old school hip-hop. But Meek Mill, first off, that was just dumb. I don't care what try to line you're trying to use that for for a song, but the fact that you, you have to be very, you, you, come on, how do you not read the room? Like, Vanessa Bryant is still grieving from the loss of not only her husband, but her daughter. And you think it's a good idea to use that line? What to get some clips, to get some views? To get, hey, man, you know, let, let let people listen to my song, yo. And you know, maybe he's a fan of Kobe because Kobe's from the Philadelphia area. Meat Mills is obviously from Philly, you know. But still, no, you need to read the room. Like, come on, man. They're like, it's been over a year. Yeah, and you still, and you have not read the room. You just came out of jail, and you're 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 a moron. You're a complete moron. I don't care who you trying to fool. I don't care who you trying to like. You know, think that your line was clever and think, hey, it's clicky, it's news. Like, it's a weak line. It was terrible and it was insensitive. You're an idiot. And then and then trying to justify your line. No, be smart and be like, you know, you shouldn't even thought of that. When you when you when that came out of your head, maybe you should have been like, yo. Maybe that line is not the good idea. Maybe I should just, like, you know, scrap that line and, and do something else in the song. Why did the producers, and apparently it was, like, either it was his song or he was featured on it, whatever. What about the other artist who was on the song with you? Why did he go, yo, dude, like, nah, that, that's not I. Come on, man. Read the room. That's very true. And, uh... The Warriors keep on doing Warrior things. They're being great. They're being fantastic. 32-27 to 27 with just under a minute to go in the first quarter. 
the gap has been filled. And at one point, it was trending on Twitter. Aaron Judge, that's the reason why he's trending on Twitter. Because apparently after the Super Bowl, he fixes gap. He's had the gap for years. And Strahan never wanted to fix his. But, and all the gap joke has been coming out today with 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 one of them that I just used and it's so stupid like this is one of those things that people love Aaron Judge too much for like Aaron Judge can fart in a setting that like sh- nobody should be laughing in or something like that and people would still find it funny I don't understand why people love Aaron Judge so much Come on, man. What has he done for us? Okay? And and this is a year where, you know what? It's, it's none of this we've come close of anymore. Go out and play. Go out and win. Get, get us 28 this year. That's it. If you don't win a World Series again, it's a failure. And I hope you go to another team after next season. I truly, truly do. I hope you do, because it's about championships. No one gives a fuck about 400 plus home runs. No one cares about home runs in a wild card game. Go make big plays in the playoffs. Go hit big hits in the playoffs. How about that? Do you think it's possible? If it's not possible, then you're not good enough. Go, 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 go back to fucking California where you're from, and leave us alone. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Just had a rant. Just had a rant about Aaron Judge. Like is that considered on, a rant, man. really? I I, I, don't, I don't know, think man. that's a rant. There's there there's no big voice in that rant. There's no big. You are just you you you're 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 very hard. You're very very hard on. That, that's like a sm- That's that's not even a small rant. That that's just me that's continuing it. to be strongly hated on Aaron Judge. All I gotta say is I don't care about gap teeth, man. I just want you to stay healthy. I don't care about I don't care about your gap teeth and the, and the Warriors are 36, 31 against the Knicks. So and the Knicks are hanging in there, and the Knicks are just obliterating the Kings. Now back to Aaron Judge. Just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. If you stay healthy and you produce, then you talk about contract extension. Because Aaron Judge said that they haven't talked about contract extensions, which is good. Because you can't stay healthy. If you stay healthy, you get the money. If you don't stay healthy, you don't get the money. Is, is that simple? Is, is that a hard concept? Stay healthy, get paid. You don't stay healthy, you don't get paid. And apparently, Boone didn't rule it out that we could see Stanton in the outfield. And I gotta ask, why? Why are we having this discussion again? The Yankees have been having this discussion for the first couple of weeks of spring training every single season. I don't care how much yoga homeboy is doing. He plays outfield. After a game or two, his lower body is going to shut down. He's going to be out for multiple, multiple weeks. If he's if he's 100% to go, keep him at the age. You want to know why? Because then he can run well. He... He can 
per preserve his body. Now, if his legs are fine and he's been DHing, if there's a game when it's day 30 in the season and he wants to play one little, a couple innings in the outfield to preserve Judge for a night or someone else or Hicks, that's fine. That's cool. Alright, do that. But he can't be trying to do 50, 60, 70 plus games in the outfield. He's not going to last. The Yankees should want 120, 130 plus at DH. 115, 120 at DH. And maybe 5 in the outfield. But space it out. Maybe out of every 3 weeks, you give him 1 outfield start. If you want to do that, I'm cool with that. Every Yankee fan should be cool with that. But if you're trying to do two, three times a week with him in the outfield, that's too much. You're looking at 70, 80 plus outfield starts. That's too much on his body. And then and then that's also going to sit him out too because you're not going to have him go back-to-back days in the outfield. You're not going to have him go outfield and DH. His lower body's probably going to need a day off. And if he's being productive, that's, that sucks for the lineup. So just stop everything and just keep him in the DH. We have, we have Clint Frazier. We have Aaron Hicks. We have, we have Aaron Judge. We have Derek Dietrich. And we have Brett Gardner. That's five outfielders. They're finding that. And, and, and they also potentially have Jay Bruce. They, they also potentially have Floreal. There's Right now, currently, Mike Talkman. There's plenty of plenty of outfielders. You do not need John Carlo Stanton to play you any outfield. That that's very very true. That's very very true. Like we don't need we don't need you standing in the outfield. We don't need it. We don't. We definitely don't need it. And I don't get it. I don't get it. You're DH. They're DH. The more you're DH. And also, if there's no DH in 2021 because the owners and players are being being weasels and we play an NL team, then Stan's going to have to stick. Sorry. Well, that could be a different conversation. That's where then he can start. He could start the game in the outfield, right? He can go, he can go five, six innings, then afterwards you put in Garner or Clint or... Or whoever you want. Because if, if he's hitting good, you're not just going to sit him. And before we finish this up with Tiger, Garrett Cole made, made the nerds cry today. And I hope every player this year shits analytics and makes your nerds cry. Because as good as analytics could be for the game, the nerds think it's everything on the game. The nerds value analytics more than the players. Okay? Teams can also use analytics to not pay to not pay the player enough. You know? Don Don using a perfect example on the K show today. Oh he may hit plus sixty home runs a year, but his his on base percentage isn't high. He strikes out too much. His fielding is not great. Da 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 And then Garrett Cole basically said fuck you to the race today by bringing up game six of the World Series. You know what? Maybe, Kev, maybe, maybe Kevin would do it again for the Rays. Maybe he would value the nerd, the nerd's opinion over his own baseball opinion. Maybe that just means he's not smart smart at baseball like that. 
you know? Maybe he needs a bunch of geeks who never played sports in their lives to, to talk to them about sports. But, but, the, but according to according to the analytics, if you had him be this, that's why it worked. The analytics is what it does. Shut up, nerd. Shut up, shut up, nerd. You stupid little four I twit. Go back in the locker and do my homework, you understand? Um there's but the numbers say it. Nerd, do I gotta hit you? Do I gotta hit you? Wedgie time, shut up. So there's a certain thing for feel of the game. Feel of the game. And I'm sorry. Blake Snell at that point just giving up his second hit of the night. Now he's not going seven, he's not going eight, he's not going nine. So at some point you're gonna take him out. But you let him finish that inning. And 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 maybe if he finishes strong, you let him start this up and see where it goes. But analytics cannot be used for every aspect of the game. And I don't care how well you know your numbers. If you don't know the game of baseball or the game of any sport, like if you truly do not know, you're not going to be a good manager. I cannot manage any fucking analytical nerd. Also, another couple of guys that can do that, Twin Talk Yanks, Nick and Chris. They're, they are like me. I test guys. Because we're smart enough when it comes to baseball where we know if you have it or not. Okay? It's, it's not that hard to do. But the nerds will go solely based off their computers because that's all they know how to do. Because if they tried to play a sport, they'd break something. Or they'd hide behind the fatter kids in class just to not get hit by a soft dodgeball. Okay, a soft padded ball. They'd be too scared. You know, they, they, they need the hall monitor to protect them. Okay? And I love that call. I love that call. Basically said, fuck you of what the Mariners did with, with, with the playing time manipulation. But the one thing about that, though, Chris Bryant has to be thanking the Cubs for manipulating his time. Because if they didn't, I don't think he'd get $18 million this year. He's dropped off a little bit. He, I'm, I'm sure he can get better, but he wouldn't be making $18 million this season. So in that way, it's good. But are the owners doing anything illegal by doing this? No. But morally, it's wrong. If you have someone who's ready to play the game, let them play. If you're trying to win, let them play. Now, if you're not trying to win and you're you're all about saving money, you know what? Morally, do the right thing by your fans and say, hey, we are not trying to win. We're trying to be competitive, but we're not trying to win. So, if we have to hold Rodriguez for a couple of weeks just to save, then the fans will get a choice if, if, if they want to help the team. Because them buying tickets helps the team. Them supporting the team helps that. So, that. so that's what teams have to do. Be honest with your fans. And, and they won't because they know. Cause, and, and maybe they still would come. Maybe, maybe the fans are that much of a bitch 
even if they're being told we're not trying to win, maybe they still would go because they're that pathetic. But at least give them a choice. I agree, and I think the problem is that when you have nerds that taking that, especially in baseball, that's more prevalent. That you're taking you're, you're taking a game from your eyes and taking it, and then you're using your computers because here's how. Yes, if if any team would just say, "Hey, look, let's use numbers here," yeah, but don't use numbers as the Bible to not only for your lineup. But for player salary, for for anything, you got to you. you we've lost the feel of the game. That's why people love baseball so much because you want with your gut instinct. But instead of that, you're just going by what what computer papers say. And God forbid if if Aaron Boone goes with what he's feeling instead of just what the numbers state, then he's you know he's gonna get ripped by Cashman. And the fact that Aaron that I remembered after the Rays Yankee game and that. And Boone had to really say, you know, had to defend himself saying, I'm not, you know, I'm not a puppet. And then Cashman had to really say, Boone is not a puppet. Boone's a puppet. A lot of these general managers are puppets. Kevin Cash is a puppet of the, of the general manager. They, they, they swear on their Bibles. And even, Michael K. even said, if Kevin Cash had a true serum, he'd do it again. That should tell you all about how analytics have ruined the game and manipulate service time because these players can't get the free agency and cash in. Except for Bryant. If I'm Bryant, I'd be thinking the heavens I still kept my money. So that's it's really upsetting. But according to passing, there's a chance that we could have a work stoppage. So imagine no baseball for the 2022 season. Not what you want. No, it's a... Uh... Not great, and right now Knicks are winning a little bit, but there's a big game left. You know, Curry Curry hasn't got cooking yet, so I have high confidence in in Curry that he'll screw these Knicks. And right now the Knicks are showing some intentional worker spotlights, you know, and that's that that's what this is about, right? And four women are at this game right now. That's that's awesome, and that's. That's that's what that's what they should have done right now. I gotta I I gotta be real honest. Fuck the regular fans. I'm sorry. All what should have been done until, but until the All Star games have been completed. Keep it with essential workers only. Like like four to like six hundred people. Everyone in the building. Essential workers. That's the, right. Right. Make it. Make it. Make it. Make it. If 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 not free, right? Something free. Either the game free, or if they paid for the game under seventy dollars, right? As cheap as possible. Space them out. Put some in the suites. Blah blah blah. Lower bowl, middle section. You know. And then if they paid for the tickets, they get food free. Al- al- alcohol, of course, not free, of course, right? But you, you, you keep that whatever the regular price is. Maybe just for those nights, two or three dollars less. Because for for a year, they risk their lives to help people. So every 
every sporting event, every restaurant, anywhere, if you could prove you're a doctor, a nurse, to me, to me it's a doctor nurse. I'm not going to say all essential workers. A doc, doctor or nurse or any health practitioner. Kick them back stuff. Give, give them a free pie. Give them free food. If it's a video store, give them, give them a free movie. This is what should happen for the next year. Kiss their ass if you own a business. Because if it wasn't for them, maybe you'd be dead. Okay? So, this is where I think they're going wrong. They're trying so hard to make money. You're billionaires, bro. You're not suffering that bad. No one's no no one's taking pity on you. But for this past year, every one of these doctors and nurses, every time they had to go home, their family had to be away from them just so they can hurry up and shower and try to get somewhat clean and sterile. Okay? So they had to worry and, and not get paid less just as... Just to help other people. And I'm sure they do it again in a heartbeat. That's what they signed up for. And and I'm sure they're doing it without stu- stuff like this in return. But the Knicks, the Nets and teams like this, all professional sports teams and businesses, do, do, do the right thing. Don't worry about catering to as many fans as you can just to get some money. Do the right thing, man. That That's what they should be doing. And, and you know what? And 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 I'll and I'll even go further. The whole fucking Super Bowl should have been that too. All essential wow. workers. Wow. That's that's what should have. That, that's the right thing. That's a little bit heavy handed, don't you think? How? Well, I get what you're saying, but the end of the day, a business is still a business. You could do both. You could do both. I get exactly what you're saying, but from a billionaire's perspective, because I'm going to be the bad guy, I'm going to look at the other side. Of course you would. They need, they need as much money as they can because owners really love when fans are independent. It really helps them out. It helps them make more money, helps them gain a profit. You could have essential workers, and then you could also have, um, you know, regular fans. So... I get it. There are essential workers at the garden. And there are, from what I heard, there are a couple of essential workers at um, at the Barclay Center. So, and I get what you're saying, but you still need to make a profit at the end of the day. So clown, that, that's clown, clown shoes. See, 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 James, James is trying to make this a fun debate, y'all. You took the wrong side on this one, Chief. But... You know, we're not going to end it on your clownery. So. <laughs> clownery? That's right. That's right. You. Oh, 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 and also, and also, the fabulous Steve Cohen back on Twitter today. Back on Twitter today, just like I knew he would. And months ago, James said he, he won't be back. He, 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 he won't be back. He'll never come back. He can't, he can't come back from this. How, how do you feel, clown? How do you feel? Wow, Stevie Cohen had the gut, but let's let, 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 let see if he gets himself into hot water and goes back into hiding. 
<laughs> well, well, listen. As as long as Clown Noise stays away, and and he, and and he probably won't mix it up with Clown Clown Noise again. Then then he said he also he also should have never left Twitter to begin with. He shouldn't have left it. He did he oh, did no, he agree. did nothing wrong. Clown Noise took it took it way too far. Him and his him and all his losers took it too far. Basically, to end on this, to, to rear our fans, why is, like, why is Nick calling David Poynoy clown? No, 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 no. We gave him too much attention. We gave him too much attention already. Um, all, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is no, that no, good no, 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 and then keep it moving because all his focus right now is for the Mets to do better and for the Mets to, you know, to elevate because the Mets have a pretty good team. And I know I know Cohen's not going to be a distraction to the team. That's all I got to say. And uh, Tiger, listen, you're a legend in sports. Um, you know, a couple of people called Team Kess today and we're, we're talking about him potentially playing golf. Why would that even be a concern? But let's just say he probably never plays golf again, okay? Kay, Kay said he was thinking of having another back surgery. So the golf part of his career is probably done. But the main important part is let's see if he can walk again. Let's see if he's able to live a normal life. That's what matters. He was most likely never catching Jack anyway, okay? So... Relax. Um, the most important part is that, that that he's alive. He's not in critical condition. He's breathing. And let's pray that he walks again. That should be the main topping point. Not not whether he can play golf again. Okay? We've, we've got to see 15 plus years of Tiger Woods' career. We've seen a lot of golf. There's memories. They'll show classics. And, and I'm sure years from now, when they had the Masters, they started with normally two legends ta- taking a, a shot at the hole, you know, you know, on the green. So, so maybe they do something like that with him years from now. But he's living. That's the most important part. The most important part is him to be healthy, for him to for him to be a father to his son, for him to be able to walk again. That's way more important. His playing career is likely over, man. The fact that he could probably need a second back surgery, like it's over. He's not catching. He's not catching Jack. I I think we need to stop thinking about him catching Jack because that 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 dream is over. What he really needs to focus on is hope the surgery goes well. Hope he's able to walk again, and hopefully that he can live a normal life. Because I think the golfing part of his life is over. And fifteen majors, I don't, I don't think any golfer is going to catch Tiger. Tiger's not even going to catch Jack with eighteen. I don't think any golf may, golf guy is going to catch Tiger with fifteen. So let's just worry about him walking, living a normal life, and a Tiger. Honestly, I think the golf. I think the golf is over. Just focus right now 
um, just focused on living, you know, just focused on, on living and living a normal life. That's all I got to say. Facts. <laughs>